Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, uh, what a difference a year makes, huh? Oh, boy. We're going down to Ben and Lori's house this time last year, and it was just such a different feeling for, to think for the first time in 2,000 years we weren't able to worship together uh, as a local church. So we praise the Lord that we're able to be here today, and it's just such a great, I don't know if you want to use the word feeling, but in our faith uh, to know that uh, no matter what happens, God says, I will still build my church. And I don't know what's going on in your life today. I don't know who drug you here today. Uh, I'm not sure why you're here today. But uh, I want you to know there's a purpose why the Lord had you come here today to hear his word. Uh, let's pray. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Lord, that we know without a doubt, even though we doubt ourselves sometimes, we know when we look to you, we, without a doubt, you are a risen Savior. You're in heaven. And Father, if there's someone here today <clears throat> at the conclusion of the service that doesn't know you as their Savior, may they, may they come to know you. And Father, we're thankful we have your word that we can open it up. You see the promises of it. And Lord, as everyone walked in here today, <clears throat> even though smiles on their faces, hey, how you doing, all the different things, we know there is a lot of hurt, and we just pray that you do a lot of healing today. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to look at uh, Mark, the book of Mark in uh, chapter 15, verses 33 through 34. And, you know, I started thinking about this. I thought, you know, there's, it's not, there's not too much talked about this, this, this small portion of Scripture. And in Mark <clears throat> chapter 33, Jesus is on the cross. It is known then as the sixth hour so basically, it's still during, uh, it's getting more later in the day, but it's still, it's still during the day. And this is what it says as Jesus is dying on the cross. In Mark chapter 16, I'm sorry, Mark chapter 15, verse 33. Now, when the sixth hour had come, there was, there was darkness over all of the earth until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, and I'm just going to be honest with you, I don't know how to pronounce that. I've tried. I can't get through it. So we're just going to go on from that because we know the definition of it, which is translated, which Jesus said, my God my God, why have you forsaken me? 
And I want you to correlate what was happening. Jesus is getting closer to dying. And then all of a sudden there is darkness. I mean, complete darkness that covers the whole world. And I couldn't think about knowing that sin is done in, in darkness. Someone's committing adultery, whether someone is going, if you see all the bars and the, all the windows are boarded up, they don't want people to see in. All, all the different things, you could go down the list of all the things of the deeds of darkness, of sin that are done in that way. And I couldn't help also think that that uh, there's no coincidence if you saw this, that just last week uh, that uh, he's a rapper, but uh, Little Nosh is his name, and he has come out with <clears throat> a new Nike shoe. And Nike didn't approve it, but the name of the shoe is the Satan shoe. And the shoe, I think, is an Air Max and Nike is actually going to sue them now, but he has actually written on the shoe 666. Then he has a verse in the Bible to where Satan f fell out of heaven like lightning. He has that verse on there. He also has a pentagram on there, an upside down cross, and he also has on the side where it's clear, if you know what the Air Max looks like, on the side where it's clear, a drop of human blood. And I thought, I actually felt sad for him because you could just tell this person is searching. And I really didn't even get mad. I just thought, man, this guy's searching. He's trying to find something to fulfill a void in his life. And I think if we look at people, if we look at the world in that way, wouldn't it be amazing the, the difference that we could have as a testimony? Instead of yelling and screaming about politics and things in our family that they're doing, instead of just putting our arm around him and or them, or whoever it might be, and say, hey, I love you. I don't even know you, but I'm praying for you. And what a difference that that would make. But the Bible says that is even the title day from darkness to light, that we live in a world today that is definitely getting darker. There's no question I talk to so many different people just because it's the line of work that, that I'm called to do and then, and how that they share their story with me and what they're going through or what they're going through with their kids or, or someone in their family or something at work. And we see every year in the fall, all the new television programs just push it a little bit further, a little bit darker, a little bit more that, that's, that's into the occult. As we see that, I want you to recognize that we're getting closer. We're going somewhere. We're headed somewhere, you know. Uh, it, it, there's no coincidence that, that 
those of you that were here last week or, or whatever you're doing for the week, a week, it, it just, it's like that, it's gone. We are headed somewhere. And as we are headed to the place to where as the world continues to get darker, Jesus tells us he's the light of the world. And as we look to him, we become light. The Bible tells us also, I want to read to you in the book of Matthew, the story of Easter in Matthew chapter 28. And let me read verses 1 through 10. Now, after the Sabbath is the first day of the week, began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the the stone from the door and sat on it, and his countenance was like lightning and his clothing as white as snow. And the guards shook. They shook for fear. They shook for fear of him and became like dead men. But the angel answered and said to the women, notice they didn't say anything to the guards. They said to the women, do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He's not here. For he is risen as he said, come see the place where the Lord lay. Let me stop there just for a minute. As he said. You read all throughout the Old Testament, there's prophecies. The third of the Bible is, is, is prophecy. And if you read certain prophecies, you'll see already so many of them, many of them have come to pass. What God tells you in your spirit today about what he wants to do about what you are willing to believe that he will do. He will do those promises just as he said. The reason why he doesn't do the promises just as he said for us in our life is we want it right now. We want the answer today. We want to know right now. We want our kids fixed. We want our finances fixed. We want our marriages fixed. We, we want it right now. And God says, hold on. I'm going to do it. I will do it. Just as he said. But you've got to let me work on you, meaning me and you, work on you. And as I work on you, I'm building character in you. I'm building strength in you. I'm building a hope in you. And the hope that I build in you is poured into your life with my love. And, and if you're patient enough to wait, Jesus never disappoints. He'll never disappoint you. I don't know where you're at. I don't know what you're doing. But he was preparing his disciples a few times. In some ways, they just weren't listening. 
Isn't that just how we are? The Lord told him that he was going to die, but he was going to rise. And they just weren't listening. Are you listening today to what God is telling you when you open his word up? Even right now, he has brought you here for a reason, for whatever you're going through right now. And he's telling you, if you're willing to listen and wait, I will never, ever, ever, ever disappoint you. No matter how dark. See, we live in this dark world. And it's getting darker, but Jesus is the light of the world, and he gives us his light, and he continues on in that verse, and he says in verse 7, go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen. He's risen from the dead, and indeed, he is going before you unto Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. So they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples' word. And as they went to tell him, the disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, Rejoice so they came and they held him by his feet and worshiped him. And Jesus said to him, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brethren, go to Galilee and there they will be and they will there be to see me. I believe in the darkness, turn your light off at night and you go to bed. It's the most fearful time for a lot of people because as the lights are out, the day's over, and it's quiet, you begin to think about all the different things that are happening. And if you actually stop and really think about it, it's not positive. You begin to think about all the things and the problems and how's this going to work out and what's going to take place and, man, I don't have an answer for this and this has gone on too long and I don't know what's going to happen at work and all these different things. See, but when it's that dark, Jesus becomes that much brighter. See, I want you to know today in your world and in mine that this world we live in, it will continue to get darker. But we have the hope and the peace of Jesus Christ that the light that we have, no matter how dark, no matter how dark it may seem, God is still at work. Recently, there was a pastor thrown in prison and jail up in Canada for still holding his church services, and he wouldn't relent. Finally, they let him out. I think he was in three weeks, and in the process, his church had tripled. 
(laughs) See what God does. When you and I are willing to take a stand for him and take a stand when no one else does and know that you are a leader, every one of you, it doesn't matter if you drive a truck, it doesn't matter if you're retired or you're in high school, as a believer, you are a leader. The day that you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, do you know that you have the authority no matter what the devil tries to do to you? He can't do it. The second, the day you have the authority of light, of the true and the risen Savior of who we serve. See, he's not here. You know, when they looked in, they looked into a partial dark cave. It was dark in there. The angel says, look, at, look I want you to look in here. He's not in here. He's not in this grave. He's not in this darkness. He's, 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 he's in the light. He is the light. Go tell the disciples. Go tell them. But what has to happen, and this is what I close with today, what has to happen first is for you and for me, for us, to get fixed. See, I want you to know today that by God's grace, you and I are still here. We fail, we mess up, we say things, we do things. But all we have to do is the Bible says that we go to Jesus and we confess our sins. How many times do you turn the television evangelists on, you see all the things that we see today, and that word is just not spoken anymore? We don't hear the word sin. How long will it be till I can continue to preach the gospel without some way saying, if you say this or you say that, you'll be taken off YouTube? Or you won't have a church app on Google anymore. Or if you continue that way, we're either going to arrest you, fine you, or shut your church down. That's the way that we notice the word I want to use could be headed. But we have hope today. And the reason that we have hope today is because we have light And when you have light as a believer, when you and I have light as a believer, you can see where you're going. God's going to show you the next step, no matter how long that you have been in this darkness that you're dealing with. Let me close with this last verse. So go to the book of Luke. In Luke chapter 1 and verses uh, 77 through 79. This is a prophecy by Zechariah and he's telling us about what Christ is going to do when he comes into this world. He says he will give knowledge of salvation to his people 
by the remission of their sins through the tender mercies of our God with which the day spring, in other words, a new day. I love the verse in the Old Testament says that in the morning, his, it, it, it's a new day. His mercies are new every day. If you're honestly a believer, no matter what you're facing at night when you go to bed and you pray and you say, Lord, help me, give me direction, let me know what to do, I guarantee you, you will, you will wake up the next day with maybe not an answer, but you'll wake up with peace. He continues to say, to the tender mercies of our God, with which the day springs from them on high, has visited us to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. You know, this is something when, when something's bothering you and, and, and it's dark. You stand, you, you, you're, at, you're actually standing. You're standing in the dark and you're, you, you're wondering. You get your hands in your face. You're wondering, how is this going to work out? What's going to happen? And you're pacing back and forth. And, and, it's, a, and it's a dark, they're dark thoughts. You don't know what is the next step. And it gets worse. And when it gets worse, then, and then you sit down, whether it's on the floor, and which you've seen so many times of those pictures and movies or on YouTube that the people sit there and their, their knees up and their hands in their face and they're sitting there because it's become darker. That's what God is giving us as an illustration in this verse today. Listen to what he says again. To give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. He says, so here's what I'm telling you today. I'm telling you today to get back up. Let the power of God pull you up. And let his peace that passes all understanding is going to guard your heart and your mind. As the Bible says, he is a light to your path. All of us that are here today don't have the answers that we would like for what we're going through. But I guarantee you as a believer... You can have peace. I can't give you the answer maybe that you want today, but I can guarantee you God's peace because we're not in darkness anymore. See, we have hope. 40%, it was said, of people who either watched church online this last year or attended church, either one, 40% of those people had a better state of mind and mental health than the rest of the people in the United States. There's no coincidence in that. 
There's a peace that we get from our Lord and Savior that gives us hope. You know, we think about family members that have gone home to be with the Lord, and what do I think about people that don't have that? They don't have that hope. But you do. If you're here today, and you're here today as a believer, you know, you say to yourself, can you believe it's, it's been... 10 years since Bob's passed away. 10 years. But it seems like that. But God is telling you today in your spirit that's thriving and it still feels like you're young. Isn't it amazing as we get older and we, in another year out of high school, another year out of high school, another year, and before you know it, you have your, you have your five-year reunion. And you have your 10-year reunion. And you have your 15-year, and then you don't want to go to your 20th year reunion. That's me. You don't want to admit. We don't want to admit that life is flying by. There's more to this life as I close today. There's more to this life than just getting something new or retiring or looking forward to whatever it might be and how quickly vacation, you plan all year for that vacation you can't wait to go to for a week down to Florida or wherever you're going and all of a sudden that, it's over. You're driving back home. Nothing's wrong with it. It's fun. But it's over. Before we know it, this life will be over. And the Bible tells us a day with the Lord is like a thousand years. We can't comprehend that. And a thousand years is a day. I don't know where you're at in your life as I close today, but this Easter. Easter day, this, this morning, we celebrate. We celebrate how the Lord some way, somehow, as we have such a great turnout today, somehow the Lord got us through this last year. The way that we were able to navigate and be online and the way that you continue to give and then little by little be able to come back and to come back and come back and how can you explain that? You can't. All that we can say is, I know whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, you don't have to sit in darkness. Jesus can pull you up. You can stand again. And he can walk you in his light the rest of the days of your life. And before we know it, this life is over and we'll be in heaven forever and ever and ever. It always amazes me, and I'm done with this. It always amazes me why people come to church. It always does. All throughout 
the world today, people are celebrating Easter. Why is that? Because they know that if all the prophecies that have happened in the Old Testament have come true, then the story and the teachings and the healings and the miracles of what Jesus did are real. And most of all, more than anything else, his purpose was to show that he was the son of God and he was on his way. He had a mission. And his mission was to die on the cross for you and for me so we could live as a day is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. And we never have to say goodbye again. We never have to hurt again. We never have to cry again or be broken again. We will be in heaven. And you know what the Bible says as I close? We talk about light. There's no artificial light as we see in here today or as you turn your lights on tonight as you drive. Jesus is the light of heaven. It tells us in the book of Revelation, the light that will light up all of heaven for all eternity flows from Jesus. It says it's seven times brighter than the sun. Think about it. We serve a risen Savior who will always show you the way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And anyone who comes to me, I'm not only going to give you life, I'm going to give you life and life more abundantly. It doesn't just stop by saying, you know, life's going to get better here. The Lord's saying, I've given you eternal life in heaven by believing who I am and asking me into your heart, meaning Jesus, and, and knowing that we have hope. That wherever you're at in this life, you're going to live more of an abundant life. You're going to have more joy. You're going to have more peace. And when you can't figure it out, you know that God's got it handled, no matter what it looks like. Let's bow our heads today for prayer. So our heads are bowed today. And not going to ask you to get up for an invitation. We're going to give an invitation, but I just want you just to remain seated today. And Ben's going to lead us in a song here in just a minute. But I want to ask you first of all today to think as a believer, where are you sitting in darkness? Where is that shadow of death? Where is that hurt? Where is that not being able to see what tomorrow looks like? Or how that person that you love so much is going to change. Can't do it. You won't be able to do it. I won't be able to do it. So pray for them right now. Because probably most of them aren't here today. But you can pray for them. Because Jesus says, I am the light of the world, and that light of the world I give to you, and I put you on a top of the city to be a light 
to all those that are around you. And that's who we are as we leave this place today. But if you're here today, Ben's going to lead us in a closing song as you're sitting there and you're praying. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior, I want you to know, and I mean this with truth, with love and conviction, just as real as heaven is, just as real hell is. And there's no turning back. I want you to find heaven as your home. And the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, by faith we believe the just shall live by faith. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, Ben's going to sing. I want believers to be praying right now. And, and you can just stand out of your seat wherever you're at. You can come down here and I will pray with you and you will no longer sit in that darkness. You will have the light of heaven that will always show you the way. And when you don't know what to do, he will guide you even in darkness with the light of his peace. We serve a risen Savior who died in the cross and shed his blood so that we could have eternal life in heaven. Father, if there's one here today, Lord, that if they're willing to believe that you came to this world and you died in the cross for all of our sins, and Lord, you're willing to forgive no matter what we've done. Lord, as Ben leads us today, as believers are praying right now, there's someone here today, may a friend bring a friend, may a family member bring a family member, and I, I can show them in your word. And you tell us by a prayer, by just believing, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I can pray, say, Jesus, forgive me. For all of my sins, I believe you died on the cross for me. And that you rose from the grave and that you're in heaven today for all eternity. So, Father, we ask you that today as Christians continue to remain seated and praying. And as Ben is, leads us in this closing song, if there's somebody here, may they just step out, walk down here. I'll pray with them. And Lord, we rejoice with the angels that another person is brought into heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world 
that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus... I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC. Or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services. And we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.